Saturday night, and we are live. I hope everybody is doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Welcome, Christian Television Network. Welcome, everybody on our platforms tonight. Love you all. Seriously, be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. 55 minutes of fury. Here we're going to hop right into it from Jesse Waters. Let's look into this whole Biden crime family syndicate, what they've been up to over the last few decades. Play it for me, Will. The Fox News alert, Hunter Biden has just made a major confession. Hunter's admitting that, yes, he did, in fact, get paid by China. This is coming after Hunter's legal team put out this statement, quote, Hunter Biden, a private citizen with every right to pursue his own business endeavors, joined several business partners in seeking a joint venture with a legitimate energy company in China. Hunter received his portion of good faith seed funds, which he shared with his uncle, James Biden and Haley Biden and nobody else. Wait a second, I thought Joe said Hunter never made any money in China. Well, he's admitting to it after House Oversight Chair James Comer unveiled one of the biggest kept secrets in the Biden family, the mysterious third Biden in the family business. The bank records released today by Comer showed direct evidence that the third Biden was Haley. You remember Haley, Bo's widow, who later became, how do I say it? romantically entangled with Hunter Biden? So these bank records prove that the Bidens did receive money uh, through a shell company from uh, the Chinese Communist Party. And we're just gonna keep following the money. We, we know from our sources that have come in, the whistleblowers, where the money trails are. And of course the Democrats have denied it, the White House has denied it. There's no denying it now with the bank records. So no one's denying it, it's all true on this. When Hunter claims it's good faith seed money a month after his father leaves the vice presidency, what does that tell you? <laughs> well, I don't know anybody that operates in the space of international finance or private equity, and I talk to them quite regularly. I don't know any of them that talk about good faith seed money. Um, you know, when you sign a contract, when somebody from China or somebody from Germany is sending you $5 million or $10 million, uh, there's a specific reason for that. Um, and there is nothing defined in really any of these relationships. I mean, this one involves, you know, Chairman Yi and the energy company. You've got $5 million sent from this businessman, Henry Zhao. It's really unclear what that money was about. You have the private equity deal he was involved in. It's unclear what the compensation was there. So, you know, look, you can call it whatever you want. The fact is, if the Biden family did not perform any discernible legitimate service, and I don't know what it is, they're not even claiming they did, you have to start thinking about what are these payments for and are they trying to get favors? Are they trying to get information? Because let's remember, Jesse, Chairman Yi and the others that wired money to the Biden family, all of them have links to the highest levels of Chinese intelligence. And in my mind, that's not a coincidence. Yeah, and it sounds like to me the seed money. All right, five things I want to look at with this real quick. Seed money for what? And who gets, again, as Peter Schweitzer actually says there, he's the one who's tracked all these different financial situations like with the Clintons and the Bidens and, and numerous others. And he just flat out says, who receives... $3 million worth of seed money to nothing. And what does seed money even mean? That's just simply Hunter Biden speak for bribery. That's all that is. Seed money for what? For what business? I mean, if it's, if it's going to be seed money, then it should be going to plant seed into some sort of business, a business that never has ever existed. 
Three million dollars came to the Biden family after Biden Biden left office in 2017. The vice presidency after he left the vice presidency in 2017, three million dollars came. One million dollars ended up coming into the Biden family. That was split three ways, all from the Chinese Communist Party. For what? Where, what business did it start? What business was it seed money for? There is no answer to those questions because the money simply evaporated into the accounts of the Biden family without it ever going into any discernible business. Number two, $35,000 to Haley Biden, who was, of course, Hunter Biden's girlfriend, formerly Bo Biden's wife. We won't get into the hillbilly aspect of this tonight. However, Haley Biden, for what? What, what services did she perform to this for the CCP to receive $35,000? Rob Walker, which is the known Biden family uh, business consultant, business partner, he received the $3 million directly from the CCP, remember that, with businesses that were clo- closely linked to the highest levels of Chinese intelligence. This wasn't just CCP money, Chinese Communist Party money. This was Chinese Communist Party money linked to the highest levels of basically their KGB. That's who, was, that's who the Bidens were receiving money from was the intelligence agencies of the Chinese Communist Party, i.e. the PLA. Uh, One million given to the Biden family and smaller payments from that, from that $3 million. Number four, did you realize that the Bidens have 12 bank accounts? Why would anybody have 12 bank accounts? Let me add up all of my bank accounts right now. Let me see. Uh, one, that's the end of it. Why would you have 12 bank accounts? One, and, and all 12 of their bank accounts received money from the Chinese Communist Party. And one of those bank accounts is named Biden only. Not Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, Frank Biden, James Biden, no, not Holly Bi- Biden, nothing. One of them just simply named Biden. You don't get a bank account that you just put a first last name on. You're just going to get a bank account that says Smith on it? So it could be, are they getting special favors from the banks? You know, the ones that are all closing right now, the ones that are all also strongly linked to whom? Whether you're dealing with Signature, whether you're dealing with Silicon Valley Bank, all of which are receiving subsidies from the CCP, also that are now closing, that your tax dollars are now bailing out. And when they bail out your tax dollars, remember something, they're also, they're giving that money back to the Chinese Communist Party. Say the Chinese Communist Party had $5.5 million in, in SVB, Citizen Valley Bank, bank collapsed. Your tax dollars are paying the CCP back for their lost deposits. Absolute fact. And just one other part that Peter, number five, that Peter uh, Schweitzer put out there, this Henry Zhao, he also sent Hunter Biden $5 million. $5 million. And he is basically a member of the Chinese intel system. Where's all this money at? And and here's the thing. James Comer is getting there. You want to Trump is about to be indicted on on uh, Tuesday. Allegedly, we'll get to that in a minute. For payments to quiet Stormy Daniels, which none of which is illegal, which all other justice entities from even the FBI, which is the brown shirt, brown shirts for the Democratic Party, even they turned down that case. They turned out there's nothing. There's no crime there. But you get five million dollars coming to the Bidens from the PLA, the People's Liberation Army, and the CCP, and nothing's being done? It's not hard to trace $5 million. 
It's going to go somewhere. So that's what's happening right now with that. Now let's look at this. Eagles, uh, where am I at, Will? Oh, YouTube video. So here it is. Uh, the, the, one of the people that was mentioned in the first video that I showed you from Jesse Waters was Rob Walker, business consultant, business partner for, for the Biden family. Remember this, remember this little, it's about a one-minute segment from when Tucker Carlson actually interviewed Tony Bobulinski, who is another business partner of Hunter Biden and, of course, Joe Biden, because Joe Biden was intimately involved in all, I repeat, all of Hunter Biden's business dealings, all of them. Tony Bobulinski witnessed that all might be an exaggeration, but for all intents and purposes, all when Joe Biden has sworn for years that he didn't even discuss uh, Hunter Biden's business dealings with Hunter Biden. Of course, Tony Bobulinski contradicts that because Tony Bobulinski was there and met with Joe Biden about Hunter Biden's business dealings. But here's, remember, Rob Walker, remember who Rob Walker is, always remember the names. Rob Walker received the $3 million that James Comer is looking into right now. Rob Walker received that $3 million. And then that $3 million was split, split three ways. One million of that went to the Biden family, which was then cut up into various different segments to go into their 12 bank accounts, one of which is simply named Biden. So that's who Rob Walker is. He received that $3 million for what Hunter Biden calls seed money into a business that doesn't exist, never has existed, never will exist. So that's who Rob Walker is. And here's what Tony Bobulinski said about Rob Walker. Play it for me, Will. The Biden family knew that you're going public with this. And you spoke to Rob Walker about it. Again, the, the self-described Biden family representative and Biden family, meaning Joe Biden as well. What was his response when you let him know that you were going public with this? Uh trying to coach me, <laughs> trying to sort of say, hey, we don't want to do that. We don't want, you know, press trucks out in front of our house. I'm going to have to move. Uh, I could lose my job. Um, and uh, all that, um, you know, I'm not trying to cause any harm to anyone in this situation, right. let alone Rob Walker and his family, James Gillier and, uh, and his family. Um, but basically, Rob's position was, if you go on record with all these facts, you'll bury all of us. If he doesn't come out on record I am uh, providing the fact. You're just going to just you. bury all of us, man. What was your response to that? Um, okay, the president of the United States has a business partner named Rob Walker who says that if Tony Bobulinski comes out and speaks the truth, you're going to bury us all. Where's the FBI? The business partner and then lead business consultant for the Biden family comes out and says, if you reveal our business dealings, you are going to bury us all. And where was that recording, by the way? That would be on the Russian disinformation of Hunter Biden's laptop. Where's the FBI that's, been, that's had that laptop since December of 2019? And it's now, what, March of 2023? When you have a business consultant and business partner partner of Hunter Biden and Joe Biden actually come out and say, if you reveal the truth about our business dealings, you're going to bury us all? Where's the FBI? Where's local law enforcement? Where's state law enforcement? Where, where's, where's Delaware state law enforcement where the laptop was actually recovered? Nowhere to be found because we do not have a fair justice system. And just remember something. I've been now. I've been saying this, and you people. I, it's it. Rarely will I say that there's actually a valid argument 
the, the facts that I state on this show. But I will give you this. There's a lot of people who want to stay in their blue states and fight for their blue states. I can tell you, you need to run. You need to get out of your blue states because you do not have a fair judicial system. And I outlined this on Thursday. Remember, 25 years of law enforcement. I was a cop from 1992 to 2017. I can tell you how the system works. If you have a, a, a Biden or, or an Obama, I'll just say Biden, but Biden really hasn't nominated that many people. So if you have an Obama judge, an Obama jury, an Obama grand jury, what are you going to do? If you actually have a Obama or Soros district attorney who says, you, you just, I'll use the same example that I used on, on Thursday night. If you just say, you know what, I hate the Democratic Party. And a Soros DA says, that sounds like sedition to me. You're like, how could that be sedition? In no, in no way, shape, or form. Just like all the 1-6 the defendants that are languishing in the D.C. Metro Gulag, none of them have committed sedition or insurrections either, but they're being charged with, they're not even being formally charged, they're actually being held for sedition and held for insurrection and charged with misdemeanors. How does that make any sense? It doesn't make any sense. But they can simply go, you say, I hate the Democratic Party, and you're in, let's say, Oregon or Washington or California. And you have a, a Soros DA says, you know what? That sounds like sedition to me. I'm going to write a probable cause affidavit that says that it's sedition. Well, then who will judge whether it's sedition or not? You have a Soros bought and paid for DA that then goes to a Soros bought and paid for or an Obama appointed judge. Then he's the one who deciphers that probable cause affidavit and says whether it's valid or not. If it's a Soros DA and an Obama judge, are you going to be, are you going to be, are you going to be prosecuted for sedition? Who's going to stop it? Where's the backstop? Well, you want to go to the, go to the, the, the state Supreme Court. It'll go, it'll go to the federal court. Okay, you got, you got Obama prosecutor, district attorney, Obama judge, Obama grand jury, Obama state, uh, Obama uh, federal, federal court, and Obama Supreme Court at the state level. Where, where's the backstop? Who's going to keep it? Well, that could never happen because I'm not actually breaking the law. It's not up to you whether you've broken the law up to you or not. You may not like that, but it's actually true. It's up to what that document says and who interprets it. Who's going to backstop any of this? Get out of blue states. If, 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 you, if you sit in there and you have Rob Walker saying, you know what, that if you come out, Tony Bobolinsky, and reveal the truth about Hunter Biden's business dealings, and that, of course, includes Joe Biden's business dealings because he, he's, he's intimately involved in all of Hunter Biden's business dealings, you're going to bury us all and nobody even looks into it? That's not a fair and impartial justice system when you have people languishing in the D.C. Metro jail who've been in jail since February of 2023. They've been in jail for two years and two months for parading in the Capitol, which is like a third-degree misdemeanor that you pay like a, like a $12 fine on a, on, a, on a notice to appear and then never have to go to court. But they're still in, they're still in, still in the D.C. Metro jail to this day. You're not even allowed to keep people in jail for over a year without transferring them to a penitentiary. All of it's illegal. It's all illegal. So you need to get out of your blue state. You want to stay and fight? That's on you. I believe that's a valid argument. I don't think it's a good one, but I think it's a valid argument. But I'm telling you, what's to keep, what's to keep a Soros DA from charging you? And then there's no backstop to that, as I explained. All right, Mario, is that where we're at, Will? Mario, no fall uh, video. Breaking, Trump may be handcuffed and arrested on Tuesday. Play it for me. Now, and we are learning that the Manhattan DA's office has asked for a meeting with law enforcement ahead of a potential Trump indictment. This is coming to Fox News from a source in the courts. The meeting, which was requested yesterday and has not been set yet, is to discuss logistics for some time next week. 
which would mean that they are anticipating an indictment next week. The same source who's familiar with the planning said they will go over security preparations in and around the courthouse in lower Manhattan. Secret Service will take the lead in what they will allow or will not allow. The source cautioned, mentioning, for instance, that the decision to handcuff the president, a former president, or not. They will set the tone and will escort him into the courtroom. There will be coordination between all of us, the source said, but we will defer to the Secret Service. The battle will be between Secret Service and DA Alvin Bragg. They will decide how and when he'll get into the building and they are not going to leave him. The source believes that the former president will still have to be fingerprinted and processed like every other defendant. So um, this is a huge development if Alvin Bragg has decided to go ahead with a felony indictment of the former president. This was... All right, so there we go. Now, Alvin Bragg, of course, who, who, who got Alvin Bragg elected? Oh, that would be, of course, George Soros. That's an absolute fact, by the way. And just remember, this is all precedent. And you are not going, just because you're enjoying the fruit of your precedents doesn't mean you're not going to have to deal with the consequences of your precedents. So if the new precedents are going to be that we invade former presidents' homes, that we raid their homes, and that we arrest them for nefarious charges like allegedly he paid off uh, Stormy Daniels to not talk. That, by the way, is completely and totally legal. You could go to your wife right now and say, you know what, I'll give you a million dollars to never say that, you know what, you caught me lying on something. None of that's illegal. None of it's legal unless you're j tampering with the jury or, or tampering with evidence. It's not illegal to pay somebody off not to talk. It's called non-disclosure agreements. None of that's illegal. And, and by the way, nobody's ever even proved, nor does Trump acknowledge ever having an affair with Stormy Daniels, so nobody even knows. And the people closest to him say that he didn't. And they, oh, I don't know, I'm not there, I don't know. But he didn't do anything illegal. So if you're going to just remember something, just because right now you're scoring a, a political victory doesn't mean that you're not going to have to live with the consequences of the precedents that you are now setting because those precedents are coming back for you because now we should be impeaching Biden because, because Donald Trump was impeached twice for absolutely no reason. So we should be impeaching him. But now when Joe Biden leads office, this is great. And, just, and think, oh, we, we never get law enforcement uh, to cooperate. That's not true. You absolutely could because you take over the FBI. You fire Christopher Ray, take over the FBI, and raid his house. That's the new precedent. We raid former president's house. We, we arrest their formal confidants like Peter Navarro and Steve Bannon. We arrest them. Michael Flynn, we arrest them. We go after we go after opposition media like Alex Jones. So we'll go after like Mother Jones. They went after Alex Jones. We go after Mother Jones. We go after CNN. We raid them. They raided, they raided uh, James O'Keefe's house. They raided Rudy Giuliani. So I guess the new precedent is that we can raid all political opposition and all former party leaders and all former presidents or congressmen or anybody else. That's the precedent. Just because you're enjoying the, the benefits of that precedent now does not mean you're going to have to deal with the negative repercussions of that precedent later because it will come for you. Here's Donald Trump's response to Alvin Bragg's possible grand jury indictment for doing absolutely nothing. And just remember that all other, all other law enforcement agencies have turned this case down. Here it is. Uh, Donald Trump now illegal leaks from a corrupt and highly political Manhattan district attorney. And by the way, just so everybody knows, in Manhattan, you have a 40% increase in violent crime and a 25% increase in murders. And this is, what you're, this is what they're deciding to put all their efforts behind. 
which has allowed new records to be set in violent crime and whose leaders are, is funded by George Soros. Alvin Bragg was bought and paid for by George Soros. He's one of the 75 district attorneys countrywide that was bought and paid for, put into place by George Soros so that they could politically prosecute, they could politically persecute through prosecution George Soros's po- political, uh, political opposition, i.e. the Democratic Party's political opposition. Uh, indicate that with no crime being able to be proven and based on an old and fully debunked by numerous other prosecutors, that's truth, fairy tale, the far and away leading Republican candidate and former president of the United States of America will be arrested on Tuesday of next week. Protest, take our nation back. It's time. We are a nation in steep decline being led into World War III by a crooked politician who doesn't even know he's alive. There you go. So I'll, I'll let it be with that. So that, that is the current state of our, of our judicial system. If you're a Republican and you're living in New York, you can be prosecuted for anything because there is no backstop. They can make it up. You're like, it's just a completely nefarious, non-existent charge. It doesn't matter. Because if you have a state attorney who puts it on a probable cause affidavit, who then gives it to an Obama judge, who then issues a warrant, then it goes to a grand jury, who's then all Democrats, and you get convicted, you appeal it to a federal court, which are all Obama appointees, you're gonna, you're gonna lose. Get out and you could spend 10 years of your life in prison. All oh, people would never do that in America. They, listen, it's now, it's now we, we, it wasn't like this in the 90s. The Democrats wouldn't do this in the 90s. I knew they'd do stupid, ridiculous, perjure themselves, ridiculous things. I know all that. I get it. And Republicans did lots of stupid stuff too. But it, it's now just gotten to that level of evil in this country. That you, listen, I'm telling you, don't think that they don't, they, they will put somebody in prison knowing that they're lying, that they're just making up the charges and put them in prison for 10 years and sleep like babies at night. They believe that they're justified. It's just like you've heard me talk about black on white crime. We have a black on white crime problem because black, the black community, and it's not majority of blacks, I'm just telling you it's a certain segment. We have a black on white crime problem in this country because there's people in the black community have, who have been taught that all black, that all white people are racist, so they believe violence against white people is justified this is the state of affairs inside of this country right now we are not ruled by the constitution we are not ruled by the bill of rights we are not ruled by the declaration of independence we are ruled by a dc swamp that is made up of leftist globalists on both sides of the aisle all right let's go to the next one will house judiciary uh, gop tweet soft on crime manhattan district attorney alvin bragg now here's his record has downgraded more than half of his felony cases to misdemeanors, and he's doing the opposite here. He's taking the most you could ever get out of this Donald Trump false allegation is that it's a misdemeanor. That's the best that you could ever get. So let's just use like petty theft as an example. The best you can ever charge anybody, the most you can charge anybody with for committing petty theft is a misdemeanor. But he has somehow transformed a misdemeanor charge into a felony charge. There are actually leftist outlets in the media that are begging Alvin Bragg not to do this because of how ridiculous it will look. And by the way, if they arrest or indict, arrest or indict Donald J. Trump, he will win in a landslide in 2024, in a landslide in November of 2024. An absolute landslide. There will be many. There will be many liberal Democrats that will vote for Donald Trump 
because of this. Because liberal Democrats, not leftist Democrats, liberal Democrats actually don't want a banana republic. Liberal Democrats will actually see that a temporal political victory victory that sets forth a dangerous precedent, that precedent will, will reap its rewards for decades and even centuries into the future. They know that, so they're not going to want a banana republic because if you set the precedent of arresting political opposition, you yourself eventually will be arrested when the other party is in power. It's very simple. They left this uh, uh, liberal, not leftist, but liberal Democrats will vote for Donald Trump. Just based on that, they'll, they'll vote for him. So they know that. Alvin Bragg has downgraded more than half of his felony cases and misdemeanors, but with Donald Trump, he upgrades a misdemeanor to a felony. He never, he's not upgrading any other mis- misdemeanor to a felony in New York City, not a one until Donald Trump comes along because he is an acolyte for George Soros and the globalist left, which is the Democratic Party, while also managing to lose half of all his felony cases that do not reach court. So not only does he downgrade half of his felony cases, the half that he, that he actually tries his felonies, he loses. That's who, Alvin, that's who Alvin Bragg is. And by the way, if you're on Rumble right now, and I know you can't hear me, you've got to switch. You've got to switch to Facebook. You've got to switch to Black Row Media. What are the other? YouTube. We're on YouTube right now. What are the other ones there? Odyssey, Twitter, we're, Twitch. We're on all of those things. So switch over to them now because it's Rumble. It's not us. It's Rumble. It's not us. Dan Bongino came out, who's a, a, a majority owner of Rumble, and came out on Friday and said they are having tech problems at Rumble. So switch over now. All right, let's, uh, let's switch over here. Uh, you, uh, unusual Wales video titled, This is Truly Incredible. Here is an exchange with, uh, with Senator James Lankin and uh, Janet Yellen. He asks, will every bank get the same treatment as, as uh, Silicon Valley Bank? Play for me, Will start with some of the banking issues we're dealing with on it. Will the deposits in every community bank in Oklahoma, regardless of their size, be fully insured now? Are they fully recovered? Every bank, every community bank in Oklahoma, regardless of the size of the deposit, will they get the same treatment that SVBP just got or Signature Bank just got? A bank only gets that treatment if a majority of the FDIC board, a supermajority, a supermajority of the Fed board, and I, in consultation with the president, determine that the failure to protect uninsured depositors would create systemic risk and significant economic and financial consequences. So what is and your we plan? Made that determination. Right. right. So, so what is your banks. plan to keep large depositors from moving their funds out of community banks into the big banks? We have seen the mergers of banks over the past decade. I'm concerned you're about to accelerate that by encouraging anyone who has a large deposit in a community bank to say, we're not going to make you whole. But if you go to one of our preferred banks, we will make you whole at that point. Um, look, I mean, we're, that's certainly not something that we're encouraging. That is happening right now. That is happening because depositors are concerned about the bank failures that have happened and whether or not other banks could also um, no, it, it, it's happening and because it's, you're fully insured no matter what the amount is. If you're in a big bank, you're not fully insured if you're in a community bank. Well, you're not fully insured. 
And you you big, were at signature, and it big, was it just barely met that threshold. You were at signature. Well, we felt that there was a serious risk of contagion that could have brought down and triggered runs on many banks, um, and that something, given that our judgment is that the banking system overall is safe and sound, um, depositors should have confidence in the system, and we took these actions. So there's a special assessment that's been done on community banks in my state and all banks across the country. Was there any discussion that that special assessment would only apply to the larger banks, or was it always assumed the special assessment would cover every bank, including rural banks in my state? Um, I, I think I, I'm not certain what the rules are around that. Um, that that's for the FDIC to determine. It, it, it has been reported publicly that uh, SVB had a large number of Chinese investors that are there, including some that were companies directly connected to the Chinese Communist Party. It, will, will, those will those individuals, companies, entities, and investors that are Chinese investors be made whole based on assessments in my banks in Oklahoma? So what I'm asking is, will my banks in Oklahoma pay a special assessment to be able to make Chinese investors whole from Silicon Valley Bank? Uninsured investors will be made whole in that bank, and I suppose that could include foreign, inv foreign depositors, but I don't believe there's any legal basis to discriminate among uninsured I get it, but I, I'm just saying my community banks are going to pay this additional fee. It is always fascinating to me as well, the conversation that taxpayers are being made whole in this, that taxpayers are not going to have any kind of consequence on this. I'm sure my bankers are going to be very excited to know they no longer pay taxes. I know that wasn't the world's most exciting video, but I had to show that to you because in the midst of Alvin Bragg, the district attorney bought and paid for source district attorney, persecuting through prosecution, what we call lawfare, whether instead of warfare, it's lawfare. In the midst of doing that, we have our banks collapsing all around the country. Why are they collapsing? Because they're overextended. And when you're overextended and they raise the interest rates, you go down. Interest rates are raised to deal with inflation because we have hyperinflation brought about by printing money, which Joe Biden has done. Just so everybody knows, 50% of all dollars, all dollars currently in circulation in the United States in 2023 were printed in 2022 and 2021. So everybody, 50% of all dollars, $10 bills, $20 bills, $1 bills, $5 bills, that you see in current circulation inside of the United States were actually printed over the last two years. So 50% over the last two years sounds like athlete deaths, doesn't it? You had 1,700 athletes that have dropped dead over the last two years. In the previous 50 years, you had 1,300. Now, in the previous 200 years, basically, you had 50% you had 50 of our current circulation of money, and all of the rest of it was printed in the last two years. That's where we, and, that, and this is what we're concerned about right now. And you actually have what, what, what's actually being spoken about there with James Lankford, Senator out of Oklahoma is basically only preferred banks. Again, this is, are going to have be made whole, including, including Chinese depositors. And, and Janet Yellow goes, I don't see any legal reason why a Chinese depositor shouldn't be made whole by the federal government, i.e. our tax dollars, because they're not a United States citizen. 
It's the same argument with voting. I don't see why they can't vote. They live in America. They're not a citizen. There's certain things you just don't have a right to if you're not a citizen. Let go over and try to vote in China. Try to be made whole at a Chinese bank. We're not a world bank. These, the FDIC is simply for American banks. It doesn't have anything to do with banks in the Netherlands or England or anywhere else. It makes absolutely no sense. Only preferred banks are going to be paid back because this is all about leveraging you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by a tyrant. Now, here's the thing. So if you only have, which is what happens, they basically had a reverse run on the banks where people were pulling out all their money from local banks and putting it into the big four like Bank of America and Wells Fargo, Goldman Sachs, banks like that. And it was already happening. She's acting like, again, she's playing stupid. Like, I, you know, I don't know if that's going to happen. It's currently happening. And then she says, well, it is happening. It's happening because they're going to where the, wherever the Democratic Party is. They know that Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Wells Fargo who wants to trace gun sales, they're going to Democratic Party banks because the Democratic Party will pay out those banks when they collapse. And when you're sitting there and you know that you're running a business and you can run your business into the ground and somebody's gonna pay you full price for your business, when it's no, say it was worth a billion dollars, you've run into the ground, now it's worth 500,000, you have the federal government still gonna pay a billion dollars. They know that. They do whatever they wanna do if you're a preferred bank or you're a preferred foreign entity who is extorting the president of the United States, which is the CCP. So if the CCP loses money at SVB or any other banking institution, they will be made whole because if they don't, they will expose the Bidens because they've honeypotted a lot of the Bidens, believe me. All right, here we go. You t- uh, where am I at? Well, Texas Lindsay, make sure I'm on the right one. Here's another thing. I'm kind of random right now. But I just had to show you this Texas Lindsay video. This is brand new. Breaking journalist Ava Chen alleges that Fauci, Anthony Fauci, had a sexual relationship with a Chinese virologist. Play this. It was a couple of days, maybe three days ago. I can't remember exactly the day. And that was absolutely intel. So that is, uh, mm. you know, the Fauci. Mm-hmm. The infamous Fauci had a sexual relationship with the, um, sorry, intimate relationship with the uh, with the uh, general director of uh, Wuhan Virology of Institute, Wang Yanyi. There is 41 years uh, age difference. So go digging them, go investing them in their relationship when they meet, okay? Check their emails, what they're talking about, wow. check their transactions, and you will find out where the COVID uh 19 or we call ccp virus can find. Yeah. okay so, yeah, we, so we we hope you if you're listening mm-hmm. calling your congressman tuning to um that show follow us on nfsc speaks you may back to me so there you go now why is anthony fauci been covering for the ccp now i'm kind of steering us towards the ccp right now because the ccp in conjunction with the democratic party is all that is wrong in your life right now outside of if you're missing a relationship with jesus if you're wondering what's going wrong right now in our country, we're being bought and paid for by the World Economic Forum and the CCP, which are hand, hand in glove right now. Basically, the, the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, and the People's Liberation Army are the Gestapo, are the enforcement arm for the World Economic Forum. And they actually are extorting the Biden family because they know they bought and paid for the Biden family. So they know that at any time, you know, you will let a balloon fly across America. You're going to watch our balloon 
leave the con- continental China, leave, leave Chinese airspace, watch it the entire time, fly for 10 days from, from China all the way across the continental United States. You will do nothing or we will expose you. And, and you wonder why Anthony Fauci has gone up and said, no, this could not be a lab leak for all of the, for, first of all, it's just his own butt covering because he was funding the gain-of-function research that was being done inside of the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And then, of course, you had the lab leak. That was done on purpose because it's a bioweapon to crush the American economy. The bioweapon, not to kill a lot of people, kill people, not a lot of people, but to crush the American economy. So why? what's another reason why Anthony Fauci would actually protect the Chinese Communist Party? Could it be? None of this has been confirmed yet. wonder why this woman's not being sued for defamation. I wonder why Anthony Fauci has not come out and said that this is not true. Well... She says there's emails. Well, I bet you there are. And remember what was just passed in Congress by a unanimous vote, by the way. A unanimous vote. All Republicans and all Democrats voted for all the records having to do with the pandemic being released. So this is coming out. This will come out. Emails between Anthony Fauci and 41 years his lesser, or what is it, junior, 41 years younger than him, uh, Wang Ying Yi, who's a virologist for the Wuhan Institute of Virology, those emails are coming out too. Could it be that Anthony Fauci has been honeypotted by the Chinese Communist Party? I'll bet you he has. So they're extorting him too. They're extorting the entire Democratic Party and most rhinos also. And if they're not extorting him, Voldemar Zelensky's extorting them. Isn't Voldemar Zelensky's being funded by the World Economic Forum and being funded by the Chinese Communist Party? It's all one world, new world order that you and I must be the Second Thessalonians, chapter two, restraining of, not compliant with. They tell you to mask, you say no. They tell you to vax, you say no. They tell you to buy, buy an EV, you say no. Any control, you say no. They tell you to go to CBDCs, and my producer Aaron brought this up also. The reason why they want this to all these banks, they want to close local banks, is then you have four options. They institute CBDC, central bank digital currency, in conjunction with a social credit system. Then you can your only access to banking is those four institutions all controlled by the globalist left, leveraging into a one world commerce system. We control all the product so they control access to the product. Well, I won't care. You know, I'll have, I'll have gold. I'll, not, not if they say that, that gold no longer has value. Well, they can't do it. Yes, they can. If it's just one world bank, which by the way, we already have a world bank in an international monetary fund, they can just stipulate gold means nothing. It's what they all want to do anyway. We have all sorts of trials going on globally, including inside of the United States, going on by the Fed to test central bank digital currencies. Well, you, you're always hearing me say CBDC. It's going on because then they can just say, at first of all, they can say, this is what money means. This is what money doesn't mean. So you, what, are, what are some of the, uh, the other digital uh, Bitcoin? Are there any others? Ethereum. What is it? Ethereum, they can just say they no longer, they have no longer any value. They can't, absolutely can. Because everything is actually backed by the US dollar, but that no longer has any value, they could say. It's all our digital currency. That's at Bank of America, America, Goldman Sachs, Wells Fargo, and, and maybe one or two others. They stipulate everything. And then you have to put all your money there. No, I'll just have, I'll just keep cash. Cash doesn't exist anymore. This is why you have to stand now. This is why you don't let them take an inch from you and put a mask on your face and they don't take another inch from you and tell you to call a girl a guy and a guy a girl. 
All right, it goes way deeper than this. Here, this is inside of Canada. So we have our president bought and paid for by the Chinese Communist Party. And by the way, so's Justin Trudeau. Look at this, True North video. Conservative leader, Pierre, I can't pronounce his last name, P-O-I-L-I-E-V-R-E, can't ever pronounce it, repeatedly asked Justin Trudeau if anyone in the Liberal Caucus is part of a Chinese election interference network. Why won't Trudeau just actually answer the question? Watch this video. Play for me. Honorable Leader of the Opposition. Has CSIS warned the Prime Minister, his staff, members of his party, uh, that members of his caucus or cabinet are part of a foreign interference network? Yes or no? The Right Honourable Prime Minister. Canadians well know that issues of, uh, of uh, national security and, uh, and foreign interference uh, can often be highly sensitive, which is why we have created bodies uh, like NSICOP and NSIRA uh, and other mechanisms to oversee the, the important and top secret work that our intelligence agencies do to make sure that they're doing everything necessary to protect Canadians, to make sure that governments are held accountable for acting on uh, information they could have received from our intelligence agencies. These are processes that we have put in place since 2015 that we will continue to work with. You're of the opposition. Yes or no. The Right Honourable Prime Minister. Mr. Speaker, we well know that issues of national security uh, can be highly uh, challenging to discuss as parliamentarians uh, in the open floor of the House of Commons, which is why, over the objections of uh, the former minister in the Harper government that objected to the creation of a National Security Intelligence Oversight Committee, uh, who is now the leader of the opposition, uh, we went ahead and created a body that allows members of parliament to get cleared to top secret levels so they can look into this question and all questions in a way that doesn't compromise national security. Honourable Leader of the Opposition. Yes or no? The Right Honourable Prime Minister. Mr. Speaker, issues around national security uh, have... Answer the question. Here's the question. If anyone, did anyone in the Liberal caucus... Play, uh, I'll just, conservative leader really asked Justin Trudeau if anyone in the Liberal caucus is part of the Chinese election interference network. Wouldn't you just simply answer no? You know, Tom, have you ever stolen any stolen any money from Foundation Church? No, of course not. I wouldn't be up there. Well, you know, issues of security inside of the church, you know, can go one way or the other, and this can be a no. You know what they're actually doing is they actually cover their malfeasance by saying that their malfeasance, the discovery of their malfeasance is a national security issue. Not looking to discover their malfeasance is the national security issue. Not covering their malfeasance. I mean, this is what's going on inside the United States where everything is redacted and everything is deemed confidential. It's to cover malfeasance, which is a national security threat. Not the exposure of malfeasance, they all know that, and it's just simply a very non-clever game, but it's a game nobody will challenge. Here's what actually went on in Canada. Play it for me. This is the biggest political scandal in Canadian history. The Communist Party of China has been interfering in Canadian elections. Justin Trudeau has known about this and has done nothing. According to a breaking global news investigation, Current Liberal MP Han Dong is a Chinese communist plant. 
In 2019, Dong won his riding nomination by relying on the Chinese consulate in Toronto. The CCP sent buses full of seniors to the nomination meeting to vote for Dong. They knew who to vote for, since Dong's name was literally written on their arms. Global also reported that Chinese international students with fake addresses were bussed in and told by the communist consulate that if they wanted to keep their student visas, they had to vote for Han Dong. Dong won the nomination, but still needed Justin Trudeau's stamp of approval. CSIS then warned Liberal Party elites about Dong being a CCP plant in a classified meeting, urging them to rescind his nomination. Despite these warnings, Justin Trudeau approved this Chinese communist asset, and he still sits as an MP today. This developing story comes in the wake of recently leaked CSIS documents showing that the Chinese communist regime actively targeted conservative MPs and pushed to secure a liberal victory in 2021. Instead of calling for a public inquiry, Trudeau said the documents are, quote, a sign that security within CSIS needs to be reviewed. In other words, he doesn't care about the crime. He cares that his cover-up has been exposed. No country should interfere in our elections, and no prime minister... So you look at CSIS release these documents via some sort of leak and what Justin Trudeau's, and that is that basically Justin Trudeau has been bought and paid for by the CCP and the hand dong has been put in place, but probably as a watchdog from the CCP to watch Justin Trudeau. But what Justin Trudeau is concerned about is the leak, which by the way, could be a crime, but not the crimes that the leak is exposing. Because the crimes that the leak is exposing has to do with them, and then it becomes a national security threat. No, the crimes are the national security threat, not not the exposure of the crimes. And that's exactly what's going on inside the United States, too. The CCP controls Justin Trudeau and controls uh, Joe Biden, and that's why they could just fly a balloon in open mockery of both leaders over our country, flying it right over our nuclear silos. All right, switching subjects. This was put out by Laura Logan. I don't know exactly where she got this from, and I'm not verifying this is a true source, but Laura Logan is a verified source, and, and it's not, I've never seen her be wrong about anything yet. And here's, the, here's a list of people that have visited Epstein Island. I don't know if you can see it, Aaron. Do the best you can. See if you can blow it up for me, because I can't quite make those out on my site. Can you blow it up at all? See if you can. Is I'm gonna ch- my producer Aaron's going to try to blow up so I can read There you go. This, can you scroll it down at all, or no? Is that it? All right. Can you give me the very, there you go, thank you. And just I'll just read some names off of it. We got Al Gore on there, Alan Dershowitz on there. I'm just scrolling in Anderson Cooper, Angelina Jolie, Aaron, when you see names, you can bark them out and I'll repeat them. Uh, Bernie Sanders, Barack Obama, Anthony Weiner, Ben Affleck, uh, George Clooney, Bill Clinton, Bill Gates, Bruce Willis. Uh, what? I can't, you guys, you got to give me one at a time. I can't do it. All right, Joy Bayer, I'll just do it. Charlize Theron, Chelsea Handler, Cher, uh, Chris Tucker. Uh, uh, let's see, I'm just getting another. Uh, Hillary Clinton, wow, Hillary Clinton, James James Franco, uh, Jim Carrey, Jimmy Kimmel, Joe Biden, never heard that one before. Joe, uh, John Cusack, John Podesta, John Travolta, uh, Travolta Joy Behar, uh, Kathy Griffin, uh, Katy Perry, uh, Kevin Spacey, uh, Naomi Campbell, Naomi Watt, Watts. Uh, Oprah, Orlando Bloom, Paris Hilton, Patton Oswalt, 
uh, uh, Quentin Tarantino, Rachel Maddow, uh, Robert Downey Jr., Robert De Niro, Rob, Wein- uh, Rob Reiner, Rita Wilson, numerous people. There you go. And you can read it for yourself. All you got to do is screenshot that off the podcast, blow it up, and you'll get all the names that are on there. So that, so that yeah, now again, we're all you have all those names coming out, and Ghislaine Maxwell is spending 20 years in prison for trafficking in underage girls, but none of the guys that she trafficked the girls to, nobody even knows who they are, nor are they being investigated, nor are their names being released, nor are they being arrested or, or prosecuted at all. State of law enforcement inside of the United States of America. Now, I'd like to show you this because this is the state of law enforcement in Europe. It's a Dane video where now they're actually advertising anti-rape underwear for women. It's actual fact in Europe because Europe has descended into a third world Hades because of the illegal immigration of Muslims that are raping non-Muslim women. So now we have this going on. Can you just side by side it? I just wanted to show you this because, I mean, it's got to be used. It's all in a different language. But I just wanted to show you this. This is being sold. This is actually a commercial on, on social media or regular media or all media inside of Europe now because of the escalation of rapes where rapes are up double digits wherever there's mass migration of Muslims. Oh, Tom, you're anti-Muslim? No, I'm not anti, I, I mean, I'm anti the religion. I'm not anti-Muslim people. I'm sorry that rapes have exponentially gone up and the rapists are all illegal migrants of Muslim origin and those rapes are being committed against heritage women of the nations that they're in. If you look at Sweden's rapes, they are up by tens of thousands. Listen, when you there, there's something wrong, and then she that's the policy of the globalist left. Of course, you know it. I've told you this before if you watch this podcast. Mass illegal immigration is part of the globalist, the leftist globalist, bourgeois leftist agenda, because if you can just uh, uh, allow hundreds of millions of illegal immigrants into a country they have no heritage connection to that country so they are easily globally governed it's as simple as that you have a bunch of illegal immigrants coming to the united states who have no connection to the constitution they're like you and i we wouldn't allow ourselves to be globally governed but all of those illegal migrants who have no connection to the constitution will be easily globally governed they don't even know the constitution nor do they have a heartfelt connection to it this is what happens you end up having to sell underwear for women to keep them from being raped. This is absolute fact. All right, let's go to the next one. Uh, pick from InfoWars, just showing you the, uh, more of the Democratic Party policies. Maryland Democrats proposed bill preventing people uh, 25 and under from being charged with felony murder. So if you're 25, you can kill anybody you want and you'll never be charged with murder in the state of Maryland. That's what they want. Just like in the state of California, they want to make it legal for you to butcher, kill your own baby 28 days after he's born. That's who these people are because an abortionist is an abortionist. They'll kill you in the womb. They'll kill you outside the womb. Speaking of that, let's go to vaccines. Rise Melbourne video. Andrew Brigden dropping vax truth bombs on the parliamentary floor inside of London. Play it for me. That we have the full explanation of both the continuing excess deaths we've seen since the pandemic, 63,000 excess deaths in England and Wales in the last 12 months, and also the reason for the huge and unrelenting pressure of demand on the NHS. Mr Deputy Speaker, it's the vaccines and the boosters and their side effects. 
Sadly, I am confident that I will be proved correct. I sincerely wish it was not so. But the longer it takes our government to accept the truth, the more people will be harmed and die. The first step to putting right a problem is always to admit there is a problem. The government narrative of safe and effective is in tatters, as evidenced by their own data. Three months on from my original speech in this House, we have surely now sacrificed enough of our citizens on the uh, lives on the altar of ignorance and unfettered corporate greed to satisfy anyone. I therefore call on the government to immediately stop the mRNA vaccine booster programme and initiate a full public inquiry into not only the vaccine harms, but how every agency and institution set up to protect the public interest have failed so abysmally in their duties. I look forward to the Minister's response. I am aware that it is neither his area of responsibility or expertise, and I will accept that any questions he can't answer. Yeah. All right, so there you go. Now, why would MP, basically a congressman, inside of London actually say on the parliamentary floor that you need to get rid of these mRNA experimental gene-altering? Uh, they're not vaccines. They're just gene therapeutics. They're not vaccines at all. Why would, An- why would Andrew Brigham do that? Why would he do that? Well, just simply because over the last 12 months in the UK, they had 63,000 more people die than that same 12-month period last year and by the way last year's period was over the year before which was the epicenter of the pandemic 60,000 63,000 more people died in 2022 than 2021 when you had the pandemic running wild delta and omicron running 63,000 more people died and this is not of of covid-19 these are people just dying for unknown reasons or, or what they call natural causes. And, and, and by the way, they're going to label every single vaccine side effect long COVID, of course. So he wants these things. Man, I told you, they will not be able to hide the number. Go to the next one for me. This is sad because I'm a big John Wick fan. This man, this actor right here, Reddick, died suddenly Friday morning, never had a problem in his life, just died suddenly. His publicist, Mia, Mia Hansen, said in a statement, attributing his death to natural causes. He just died out of nowhere. He's 60. He's dead. For absolutely no reason. Let's go to the next one. Here's a, here's a video. Tell me, how many times have you ever seen these in your life? Play for me. She joins us live in the studio. Alyssa, this really is the calm before the storm. Not again. <laughs> no. Oh. You know, we're going to go ahead and go. Hey, Aaron, if you can, side by side that for me. And here we go once again. And I actually asked my wife, how many times have you ever seen this in your life? I mean, we've been, my wife and I have been around since the late 60s. So, you know, I'm just asking, how many times have we ever seen this in our lives? I'm just saying, I remember all those times prior to to 2021 when news anchors in the middle of a broadcast drop, just pass out. I mean, all those times, oh wait, there were no times, zero. We all know what's going on here. 63,000 extra deaths inside of Great Britain, where then you have an MP on the parliamentary floor. And by the way, in that video, there's a video that they took off of social media for some unknown reason, where everybody on the parliamentary floor left prior to, I want to get his name right, uh, Andrew uh, Briggins' speech. They just all decided to leave. They all sit there and they decide to leave living in denial. Leave this, let this keep playing. You sit there and you live in denial. Denial is not going to save you from this. You can deny it all you want. It's not going to save you from the repercussions of the thing that you are denying. The repercussions of the thing that you are denying is right here. Bring it back to me. 
Listen, I love you all. We must continue to stand. Do not give them an inch no matter what. Love you all. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lively podcast, would you consider investing in the program? Go to TomLively.com and donate any amount to the podcast and we will send you this exclusive TLP shirt. So what is the will of God? Romans 8, 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. That's a qualified verse, though. Christians use that to say that the will of God is unfolding in their life. If your business stinks, it's not the will of God. If your family stinks, that's not the will of God. He is not working for your good. He's not, he's not using your compromise and your rejection of the Word of God for your good. Because Romans 8, 28 is qualified with 27, and nobody reads 27. Why is that? Because it puts, it puts the responsibility on the believer. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose. He is working for your good. In that, he's listening to how you pray. Romans 8, 26. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. That's the good that he's doing. He's honed in solely on the voice of the Spirit. Are you praying the Holy Ghost? That's the good he's listening to. Not your compromise, not your sin, not your worry, not your fear, not your bad attitude and working for your good. The only good he's working is what the Holy Spirit is telling him to do. It's only good. Real talk.